0: welcome to the fit inspired mama podcast where we ignite the fire within you to transform your life into one that radiates vibrancy energy and pure joy i'm nishma Karim, your dedicated host on this empowering journey together we'll embark on a transformative exploration inspiring you to embrace a happier and more fulfilling existence Get ready to unlock your true potential and embark on an incredible adventure of self-discovery. This is the Fit Inspired Mama podcast with your host, Nishma Karim. Okay, I am so, 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 so excited to have one of my favorite, favorite nutritionists here with me to talk to me about one of my favorite topics. It's gut health. And I'm excited to have her here because she is phenomenal. She has so much information. And I love the way that she just brings out simplicity in a lot of her conversations she has, especially in her reels. So here I am going to introduce you to my favorite person, Holly Abbott. Did I say that right? Holly Abbott. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I'm going to introduce you, Holly, really quickly. And then uh, I really want us to just continue to our beautiful conversation here today, because I want people to listen uh, into, you know, everything and every single information that you can give out because I feel like there's so much that I want to cover today that it'll be jam packed information when it comes to our health. So Holly is a functional nutrition counselor. She's specializing in health and starting gut health for women. She helps busy career focused women solve their gut issues and the various symptoms that come along with it, while also helping them reduce the effects of stress through the functional approach to nutrition and lifestyle. She helps women uncover the root cause to their health concerns, whether it's gut issues, weight gain, cravings or skin issues, for example, and provides a personalized plan, simple, sustainable Um, a a simple plan, (laughs) sustainable, and is centered on the idea of using food as medicine. Having experienced this for herself, Holly believes that food truly does heal. And by eating well and optimizing our health, we optimize our health and are able to create the successful life we want. On a personal note, Holly lives in the US in Nashville, Tennessee, with her adorable pup, Phoenix. Phoenix. Is that right? <laughs> All right. I was like, am I saying this? She enjoys cooking and finding new ways to make healthy food delicious and easy to make. She loves live music, coffee, shops, and sweets in moderation, of course. I think everything is moderation. And I do believe one thing as well when you said this is I also believe food to be uh, medicine to us. So I am so excited to have this conversation with you because we have a lot that we can really put together and we have so much in common which I love especially you know talking to the another nutritionist that has a very similar aspect when it comes to food so thank you for being here Holly
1: oh thank you for having me I'm excited to chat with you today
0: me too I'm really really excited I'm I really want you to talk to us a little bit about gut health that's one of my biggest things and I You and i know that the gut itself is one of our biggest motherboards of our body we both understand that right so there's a lot of contradicting information out there when it comes to our gut health we talk about gut health and then we talk about you know what makes sense to our gut why are we having gut problems where is it coming from what is happening to us it's just so much information so i just want you to make it as simple And bring in the simplicity of gut health. And just, just so when someone's listening to this, they're like, Oh, okay, simple, easy. So give us a give us, you know, tell us a little bit about you. And then also tell us a little bit about gut. Like, how do people know that they have a gut problem?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I'll just tell you briefly a, a little bit about myself and how I got into this. And that really was through my own health journey. So most of my life I'd had what you would call stomach issues or what's what most of us call, Oh, you know, my stomach hurts. And, um, you know, eventually that led to to more serious things. And I ended up having a colonoscopy and an endoscopy at one point when I was 25. And that was sort of eye opening Cause I'm like, people aren't supposed to have these until they're like 50, you know? So, Um, and, and, you know, they told me I was fine. I just had an infection, all this stuff. And then a few years later, I noticed I was still having gut issues, um, you know, ranging from chronic constipation to bloating, to heartburn. And then I had other things that I didn't realize were related to the gut health issue as well. Like anxiety, I had psoriasis, I had severe sinus and allergies and, Um, you know, I realized after going to doctor to doctor that none of them had an answer for me besides here's a pill for that. You know, they told me, well, you're young, you're healthy. Like there's nothing wrong. And I'm like, no, but something is wrong because I'm experiencing these issues. And luckily I came across a book that, you know, transformed how I thought about health because we've been trained to believe that you just go to the doctor and they will fix you. Well, going to the doctor, they were not fixing me. So I was like, something's wrong with this model. And this book I came across was called the beauty detox. And she talked so much about our gut and how, if your digestion is not working properly, your body doesn't have the energy and resources for everything else that your body needs for good skin, good hair, you know, all the things. And she's talking about how digestion works and talking about how food affects the health of our gut. So I'm reading this and I'm like, oh my God, this is me because I knew my diet wasn't great. Well, once she spelled it out to me, what those foods did to your body, I was like, oh yeah, that is that is what's happening because my gut is clearly not healthy. Um, and that's sort of what woke me up. And then of course, kind of a long journey from then to learn more about the gut and how I could heal it naturally. And And I did start doing that. And I noticed the changes for myself. And I was like, wow, we can actually heal our body through these simple changes of food and lifestyle and that's kind of what got me into the functional space to begin with and then then obviously going through my training and education is where I learned even more about gut health and realized that you know our gut is the foundation for our body if it's not healthy your hormones aren't going to be healthy your mental state's not going to be good your immune system's going to be all over the place and Your skin's not going to be good. All of it's connected to the gut. And so learning that, I mean, I kind of knew that from before, but learning it even more in depth through my training and education, that's where I start with people because it really is the foundation. I mean, it affects everything. And most people don't know that because conventional medicine doesn't tell you that because they're not trained that way. It's not the functional approach. So,
0: no, it's not. There is so much that we can do first before we continue and take something completely different. We always have to try the easy, simple way first because I always believe that the world has everything for us. You know, uh, nature has it all for us. What can we do first when it comes to nature before we take the route someplace else?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yes. So, give us an example of like, how do you know if you have guts? issue problems. What kind of symptoms can you go through?
1: Yeah. So there's the obvious symptoms that most people think you have to have if you have a gut issue, which is like bloating, heartburn, you know, gas, maybe it's stomach pain or cramps on occasion or after certain foods, um, constipation uh, or the uh, opposite side, diarrhea, just irregular bowel movements. Those are all signs that you for sure have some gut issues going on. Now, I will say not everyone has the obvious symptoms. You can still have silent inflammation in the gut mm-hmm. and, and not have any of the obvious gut symptoms. Um, the less obvious symptoms or the symptoms that people have that are connected to gut health, but they don't realize are one mental health issues. So if you experience anxiety on the regular, um, first, I'll just say the gut and the brain are connected through the gut brain access in the body and So that's kind of how the gut affects mental health and the brain. So anxiety, depression, irritability, all of that skin issues. There's also been a lot of research done. There's a gut skin connection. So if you have things like psoriasis or eczema or even acne, um, all of that can be connected or tied back to the gut health as well. Um, Headaches is another one. Like when my gut was unhealthy, I had headaches all the time and The simplest way to explain that is that you have toxins in your body that can't get out. Like for instance, if you're not eliminating on the regular and that's giving you a headache because you have toxins lingering in your body. The other thing is immune system. So if you get sick very often, um, most people don't know this, but 70% of our immune system resides in our gut. So when your gut's inflamed, your immune system is going to be off and therefore you get sick often, you start having food sensitivities to things that you normally didn't have a problem with. And then bigger issues, hormone issues are going to, it's all going to send back to the gut as well as if you have like an autoimmune condition, for instance, Um, there's a lot of research done that if you have an autoimmune condition that is linked back to um, having leaky gut. So those are things that are, you know, the less obvious that people think of when it comes to gut health, but can really tell you that there are some gut health issues going on.
0: So do you think that population right now, out of every single one of us, we all have some gut issues going on in our body?
1: It's very possible. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll just, I'll just kind of go back and say, you know, what are some of the things that cause gut health issues? Because I yeah. think that might be um, helpful. The first thing is just what I call the sad diet, the standard American diet, um, too much processed food fried foods, um, too much sugar or refined sugar, chemicals, artificial sweeteners. There's so much stuff in our food that our body is just having to fight through and having to process it. And it's just really heavy on the body. Alcohol again. Um, The other thing is stress. Most people don't understand that stress affects your gut. I mean, when you think about it this way, like, have you ever had a presentation or like something you were really nervous about or even super excited about, and you feel like you need to go to the bathroom? Like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh god, what's happening? It, that's a perfect example of stress of mental stress affecting our gut, but long-term it also causes inflammation in the gut. If you're, if you're chronically stressed. So say you're like day in day out, you know, you're going to work, you're stressed out. That chronic stress is leading to inflammation in the gut. Um, other things that can cause inflammation are like eating too fast, not eating mindfully, which I know you're, you talk about this a lot, um, overeating, all of that's putting extra stress on the body. And when we're stressed out, we're in fight or flight side of our nervous system, which means our rest and digest side where we digest food is shut down because the body thinks we're in, you know, an emergency, a lion's chasing us. It doesn't know the difference between that and our perceived mental stress yeah um, And so when your digestion's off and you're eating, the food is backing up, it's affecting your microbiome, it's causing all the symptoms, you know, the bloating, the heartburn, all of that. And then the the last thing I'll say is medications are also affecting our guts. So if you've taken antibiotics, guess what? The antibiotics are wiping you clean of the bad bacteria, but also the good bacteria. And we need that bacteria to keep our immune system in check to digest well. And so that's kind of the main thing that I see very often. And then other medications, like even over the counter med medications, like ibuprofen, um, antacids, all of that stuff affects our gut. And, and that's kind of what leads people to oh, all of a sudden they feel like they have a gut issue, but really it's been years and years and years building up.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's so uh, difficult to really pinpoint where the gut health has come from, but it's it's a regular routine of so many bad other habits that we've gone through from from childhood, right? But it's not just that. I also believe environmental, uh, our, our pollution, um, our air quality, uh, the water we drink, I think it's it has everything to do from... From there too as well so when i when you talk about gut health it looks like every single person here could have a gut health problem Uh, it could be very mild it could be very intense but it it could have something in there that we're all just trying to you know get better at and and feel better at Uh, i love that you said all of that because we forget you know stress is one of the biggest issues and i think every single one of us have it so how is it that we can reduce stress or you know, the easy little things that we could do to reduce when it comes to our body stress, like you mentioned, um, our, you know, S, uh, our diet is another one that you mentioned was another big one. Uh, and then the medications I've learned as well when you take medication, um, through anywhere that we're at, uh, you know, the drugstore or any kind of medica- medication that you're taking, it's actually removing vitamins and minerals out of our body. It, uh, removes that and then we're not we don't have enough of it in our body so then that also causes gut health because now your liver is overworking to remove that toxic out of your liver so just so much going on in there i i, I look at it thinking oh my god oh my god old <laughs> So when people are here telling you, I have gut issues, I am so bloated, I'm exhausted, I'm tired, I am so stressful, I have so much going on, I have leaky gut syndrome, I have, you know, on and on and on situations. Like how can someone come to you or anyone, to anyone, what do you, what do you start? What do you give them? Like what kind of ideas do you give them to start to heal their gut?
1: Yeah. So really, this is the thing with gut health. There's not just one thing that brought someone there. And that's what I want people to understand is like, I could tell you a supplement, you can go do that. But if you don't change the environment, like you said, all the things that brought you here, that supplement is not going to work. Like it might make you feel slightly better for two weeks. And then guess what? You're still just piling the inflammation on. So really the first thing I do with my clients is figure out, okay, what are the things like I'm looking for the root causes? I'm not necessarily telling them to tell me, but through, you know, the intake form and various you know conversations, I can kind of see what potentially brought them here. And really the first thing, like you mentioned stress. So how does someone start to reduce stress? Because that's almost every one of my clients. That's yeah. one of their roots. I mean, it's just, it's our lifestyle, right? Like we're, we're living in a stressful life. We can't take, stress away from our life, but we can change how we react to stress and we can start to pull our body out of that fight or flight mode. So, because that's, what's happened is that our body has learned to, to feel stressed. Like that's the norm. And when it shouldn't be the norm, it should be like this much of the time. And yet we're living in it day to day. So the first thing I, I have the clients do then would be focus on just bringing your body out of that state. Like Physically do it before your mind catches on, because sometimes the mind is responding to the body. It's the whole mind-body connection. So it's it's stretching in the mornings, like calming yourself, physically stretching, doing yoga, like and I mean just simple yoga routine on YouTube. Like you don't have to go to a class. Um, and that can that pulls yourself like kind of out of your mind and into your body and, um, doing, you know, breathing exercises when you feel like I'm getting anxious or whatever it is, force your body to slow down through breath. Um, and then getting out in nature, we sit at our desk all day and look at a computer, get some sunlight, all of this is, is like medicine and fuel for the body and can bring you back into the, the calm side of your, um, nervous system. And then, did you want me to go into things, other things that you can do? for Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the other obvious thing really is you have to start with the food, what you're putting in your body. Um, most people don't realize that, like you said, there are certain foods that actually are depleting your body of nutrients. So when you eat too much refined sugar, refined sugar, um, pulls like magnesium, potassium, zinc, it's actually using those vitamins to process it rather than than giving you them. That's we should be eating food to give us these nutrients, but instead it's depleting us. So most people end up being nutrient deficient. So when you eat foods that have these vitamins and minerals in them, then you're going to start to, your body will function better because it has what it needs. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that, I start, everyone is like, let's start with a morning smoothie, morning green smoothie, put 50% of that should be greens, whether it's spinach, kale, romaine, um, you can even add some herbs like uh, or in uh, spices like cilantro and parsley and all of that, um, and then you know add some fruit, you know coconut water, whatever. And f- right off beginning of the day, you're getting those plant enzymes, you're getting other vitamins and minerals, you're getting fiber, and that's like supplementing to your gut rather than depleting. You're adding to your body, and so that's kind of the the first place that I would have anybody start. Um, really no matter where you are. And, and like, once I'm working with people, you know, a couple of weeks in, they start telling me, yeah, like I realize if I miss my smoothie, like, or I don't have my smoothie, I like miss it, you know? And they're like, I'm craving that and because it, it makes them feel better. So that's just one of the simple ways through food. Um, there's a lot of other things you can do with food as well. I mean, obviously, you know, everyone knows you need probiotics, right? But they go to a, supplement rather than trying to get it through food first and we can get that through food um as you know through you know kimchi or sauerkraut or miso um uh, yogurt and then there's also prebiotics which most people don't really think of but prebiotics are it's like a fiber that feeds our um good bacteria in the colon so we need to um keep the good bacteria, you know, prevalent, and we want to feed them the good stuff. And that's prebiotics. So you can get that from bananas, artichokes, um, asparagus. So those are other foods that you can do to kind of supplement your gut as well.
0: I just love it. I love all the information you're giving out here. Because honestly speaking, we are forgetting the key ingredients to our health. And that's our food. And the biggest one you said is our greens. Like, you know, I think everyone knows the information that we're giving out today. It's just they keep on wanting something like a magic pill to take all of their problems away. And not everyone realizes that, hey, guys, your magic pill is your greens. Just take your greens. And hallelujah, guys, it's going to work. Stop looking for the fast track to make things easier. Because there is no fast track. It starts with your health by eating the right foods. It starts with your health by eating the right kind of protein, the right kind of greens, the right kind of carbs. And we're forgetting to bring those foods into our diet more, that we continue to bring our diet to all the foods that we're not supposed to be eating as much, like the simple carbs, uh, the sugary carbs. And all of those are actually just making things worse in our body, not saying that we can't eat them. We need to know how to eat them so that we can still enjoy our life, but in a more healthier way. So thank you for bringing that. You know, that's amazing because I start with greens too as well. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't eat a lot of my greens in the morning. I love my green smoothies though in the morning. And I cannot live without them. I cannot. I need to have that in order to bring my energy like... Boost it. Like if I don't have that boost in the morning, my day doesn't go well. I don't get hyped up to do a reel. I don't get hyped up to do this 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 podcast with energetic, beautiful woman like you. And it's that green that keeps me fired up. So this is why when I when you said the greens, I just lit up with like a smile on my face. She said it. It's so true. Thank you for reminding us of that because it is so important to understand. That the first part to go to is not that magic pill or that drug. It's your food.
1: Yeah, the food, it, even if you have all the supplements that you think are going to solve all your problems and you don't change anything in your diet, the supplements cannot overcome the diet. It's just just how it is. And to your point a minute ago, we're, we're not saying you have to eat perfectly 100% of the time. But Mm -hmm. when your gut is healed and your gut is healthy, you can have, you know, some of those foods you love that are a bit more indulgent and it doesn't throw you off track. Whereas when I was, had gut issues, you know, several years ago, I could go have Mexican food and guess what? Like, I'm, I'm going to be stopped up for three days. Like, that's just what happened because my gut was not, it couldn't handle it at that state. Now I can have Mexican food and it's not going to send me over the edge. Like, thank goodness and that's what people don't realize is like, oh, you're telling me I can't have this stuff. No, it's it's when your body is healed and you know how to have it in moderation. That's when, that's when, that's when the diet is 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 right, and you're able to keep things going because you see how good you feel with the good food, um, and when you have the indulgent foods, it doesn't send you over the edge. So,
0: I love it. I, I love it. So, give us an idea of. Just with someone is just looking at it and saying, Okay, yeah, I know I'm getting some symptoms like that. I I do get a lot of gassy symptoms. And I do get a lot of, you know, bowel movement problems. And I'm not going to the washroom a lot. And yeah, maybe I need to clean up my diet as well. So like we talked, the first thing to do is always to clean up your diet. That's great. Okay, so that's your first thing. Now, what give me two more things that someone can start doing to come just to help them with their gut health, something simple that they can start doing every day.
1: So even, even before the diet, things you can do that are simple, that make a huge um, impact on your digestion is how you eat. So Mm -hmm. most of us are eating while we're working, while we're talking on the phone, while we're scrolling, scrolling, social media, we're not paying attention to the food. We're not being mindful. We're not being present. And so you end your meal and you're like, I don't even remember eating that. Like it's yeah. it's gone. And I don't remember eating it. Like I've had that realization many times. And I used to eat at work at my desk while I was emailing, while I was talking to a coworker and all that at the same time. And your digestion starts in your brain. Like you need to be present and it actually starts before you eat. So the first thing is is be mindful if you need to sit and like take a couple breaths, calm your body, get into that rest and digest side of your nervous system. Um, And then really like just taking your food, like smell it, enjoy it. Like people like rush through, like it's a chore and it's like, no, enjoy the food. And that's the, that's the first thing. And then the second thing is chewing your food. Most people take a couple bites and swallow and that food's nowhere near you know, what it's supposed to be for the body to handle it. So if you want to give yourself more energy, you want to take more work off of your stomach, chew your food until it's liquid and then swallow because then your body doesn't have to work so hard. And you'll be amazed at how much that can reduce bloating and heartburn and and all those side effects. So
0: I love that. So I actually do a meditation in mindful eating. Do you? Uh, And I think it's so important because a lot of a lot of people don't know how to just take that moment because their life is so hectic. They forget how to just take a deep breath.
1: <sighs> most of us aren't breathing correctly. Most of
0: no, the day. No. And that one deep breath, it just changes your whole thinking, the whole mindset. It's like, what am I rushing for?
1: Right. My food's
0: not going to run away off, off out of my plate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's because we're on autopilot. It's like right? just, our bodies just remembered to be that way for some reason, but it's not, there's not really a real reason, you know?
0: No. And that food too, like when you look at your plate, the biggest, best way I, I would bring it, I love it you brought mindful eating because we forget about that. You look at your plate and say, okay, well, where did all this food come from? Ask yourself. Yeah. If it's rice, well, it grew on the ground with a seed. And then they had to take it out, take it out. They harvest it. They put it into you know a big full bag. Goes to your grocery store, and then you get it in your hands. And then you cook it. And then now you have it. To so think about all the process it went through just to get to that plate. Mm-hmm. And when you yeah. eat it, smell it, feel it, yeah. put it in your mouth, take that first bite, taste it. <gasps> Oh, that food tastes completely different than when you inhale it.
1: Yes, exactly. And I love how you talked about like, where did it come from and how long did it take to get here? Because I think just having gratitude and appreciation for like, wow, I get to even have this food on my plate right now, you know, um, that can, that's another thing that actually can, can help you be more mindful and present as well. So I love that you, that you said that.
0: Even oranges. Should I try with oranges one day? Oh, yeah. You just yep. you first you, you peel the orange, okay, and you smell it. I think everyone's going to have some oranges after this conversation. Oh, I know you're going to remove the it's orange like- peel and then take out the orange. Uh, and now just feel the texture of it first, and yeah. think about how it grew on that tree all the juices that it it provides with you, all the vitamin C it has in there for you. And and now you when you put it in your mouth, feel the texture and then bite it and feel all the juice just burst in your mouth. Oh my God, it tastes like deep. Div- it's so good. But we forget to taste it, that we're just inhaling every single thing and it's going away. And it's like, did you even get a chance to really feel that burst of orange in your mouth? Like, oh my God, like, this we is what they, it. right. And this is this is what our environment's giving to us. Our nature's giving to us that we're forgetting to take a moment and say thank you.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. It's it makes a huge difference when you look at it that way, for sure. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna go have an orange later.
1: Yeah, I'm can gonna have one too. Like made me want them. It's sort of like when you talk about a lemon, and you know, it can make you like start feeling like tasting the sour almost. Oh, like, oh we have that with the orange. I'm like, okay, I really want one now. Yeah.
0: It's a, uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful meditation. I might have to add it at the end of our conversation just to uh, have yes. it for us. That would be fun. That What's our third good. thing that we can do?
1: Um, a third thing you can do. Um, so we talked about food. We talked about,
0: um, mindful eating,
1: eating. <laughs> how you're eating. And then I think really it's just, we talked a little bit about this, but finding ways to reduce the stress or reduce the effect of stress mm-hmm. in your life. So obviously one, you need to start getting your body out of the fight or flight state. Um, but secondly, what you eat does affect, you know, how you feel as well, like it, it can make you feel more stressed out or more anxious. So noticing that, and then, um, what else was I going to say about stress? I think reframing, things that are stressful in our lives, or it's really our thoughts because our thoughts are thoughts are what are making us feel stressful. Right. And so no one's going to be free of, you know, unpleasant things happening in their life or what we'd call stressful things, but it's our reaction to it that can really make the difference. So if you can tell yourself like, or ask yourself in the moment when you're starting to have all of these negative thoughts, or you're starting to feel really panicky about something, you know, what is the worst that can happen? And then usually you'll realize the worst is really not so bad. And then ask yourself, what's the best that can happen? Mm. Because we tend to forget about, well, what's, what's the other side of the coin? What, what could happen that could be good for me? This, maybe this is working out in my favor. And when you look at it that way, your mind focuses more there instead of on the negative side. And that negative side is what's producing those stressful feelings and um, you know, spiking your cortisol, spiking your blood sugar, you know we want to avoid that as much as possible. So really just using your brain to your advantage, like controlling those thoughts is huge in how stress affects your body and your gut.
0: I love that. Uh, stress plays a huge role in our gut. You know today you talked a lot about the mind because of the way that we eat controls the way that we're going to think you talked about the body and how our body reacts with the foods that we eat. And you also talked about being more mindful. So I always think about that as our soul connection to how we can actually just take that moment and say thank you and just feel that connection of love and happiness. And so you brought all three aspects to us today. And I'm so happy you did that. Because when you talk a lot about stress, I love that you said, you know, is this going to be something that's going to hurt, you know, do I need to worry about this? I always think of it as, is this going to help me in the next three years or four years? Or is this even worth thinking about? Like, am I? why am I stressing out on something that I cannot control? Is it something I can control or not control? So mm-hmm. when I sit down and I look at it, and I'm like, why am I so upset about this? Why is it stressing me out? Well, is it? Is it? Can I control it? Can I change it? N- no, I can't. So I'm gonna let go of it and say, Ugh. I can't do anything about what's happening right now. So why am I stressing out of it? Just let it go. Take a deep breath and say, I'm going to go with the ride because I can't make any changes.
1: And I love that you said letting go because that is the biggest thing. Like if we're talking mind-body connection, the one thing that keeps people, their gut unhealthy, and this was really a huge part of my issue as well, is what are you not letting go of in your life? And that can be anything from, are you not letting go of, um, a person or Mm. a relationship that's maybe past its due, or maybe you're not letting go of some belief that is not serving you. And when we're not letting go of that, we hold all this tension in our body and our gut starts to listen to the mind essentially And it's like, well, I'm not going to let go either because we're not letting go. Like it's getting that message and therefore your body doesn't want to let go of the toxins and things that it needs to eliminate. And this is how, you know, these things in our mind can transform into our body and it's that whole mind body connection. So we really do have to think about the mind and its effect on our body and our gut. I love so I it. Said that about letting go. It, yeah,
0: you know, you yeah. brought up so much information today, and to make it so simple, our gut—you know, our gut is like our, uh, like I said it before, it's our motherboard. It's everything that is going around us. It's because of the way our gut health is, and if we can eliminate some of those little little stress. Start eating the right foods in your body. Bring in the right natural foods. You know, we're not removing all the simple carbs, but try to eliminate some of it and use it as like your modification. Modify it in such a way that you eat it once in a while, but not every single day. I love that you said that. You can't add vitamins and minerals into your body if you don't clean up your diet first because you're just trying to put all these vitamins and minerals into your body without cleaning your diet. So, it's not really doing much for you. That That's another thing. I remember I wanted to bring this up. When I became celiac, when I found out I was celiac, I had to clean up my diet. If I didn't clean up my diet first and then take my iron pills and my vitamin D pills because I was iron deficient at the time, nothing would have worked for me. My hair growth would not have come back. I would not have had any pro- any, any issues. Like I nothing would have probably worked. I needed to clean up my diet in order for my vitamins to actually work for me. Mm-hmm. And that was huge understanding of nutrition for me when I, when I, and I understood that. So when you say clean up your diet first, then add the natural, you know, your, your vitamins and minerals. Great. But I think there's the last thing that we're both missing here today. I just wanted to bring it up. Water.
1: Water. Oh yes. 100%. Yeah. I tend to forget that one because it, it seems like so obvious. It's, it's but- common sense. Yeah. I think people do need that reminder because I talk to so many people and have clients that, you know, they wake up and the first thing they have is coffee and it's like, wait, you, your body dehydrated overnight. <laughs> yes. If you're adding a diuretic after you're already dehydrated, like you're not doing your body any favors, especially not your gut health. We need water for things to move through the body, how they're supposed to, um, to be able to eliminate, like it's, it's huge. And then I would add to that, you know, electrolytes and that's where the food comes in too. When you're getting that smoothie with the plants and the fruits, you're getting electrolytes without, again, you don't need to take a supplement. You just need to put the right foods in your body and, and everything starts to work.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of information when it comes to that. I get it. I love it. And I love that you brought it up, you know, because you just, as we continue our day, when we wake up in the morning, you know, leave, leave a glass of water there by your side, cover it up, wake up in the morning and have that glass of water. That itself can give you so much energy and we forget yep. that. And then go have your greens when you're down, you know, when you're in your kitchen. And then from there, you just continue drinking your water all day long. Like keep it with you. Drink it. I
1: don't go anywhere without water. It's If I drive to the store, I have some water in my car. Like it's,
0: it's yeah. I'm so thankful for you to being here. You have so much information to give out. And what I love about you is how we are so synchronized in our nutrition together. You have a broad aspect of understanding gut. And I love that the simplicity that you bring out to a lot of these women that are going to listen to this is going to be so beautiful. And I love that you brought all these aspects to the to this podcast today, because we forget how simple it is to just take a deep breath, to let go, to clean up your diet, to drink your water, and to be more mindful. If we can learn those little simple things, I think things would be so amazing for us in our life. We would be more happier, more vibrant. Our skin will look really nice. No more aging pills, no more aging stuff. We just age gracefully. We look beautiful. If you can see Holly here, I'll be putting this on Facebook, sorry, on uh, YouTube. And you can look at her and see how beautiful she looks already. Because she's so vibrant. She's absolutely gorgeous in her ways. And when someone is talking about when they teach you how to clean up your diet and they look this good, you know that they are doing it as well for them to be able to teach it to all of us and to talk about it. So thank you, Holly, for being here and, and showing up and doing all that for us today.
1: Yeah, I love this conversation. So just thank you so much. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity to chat with you.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. If, if someone would just wants to be like, "Hey, Holly, I have so many gut issues, and I just want to get some help. How, how can they reach you?
1: Yeah. So I'm obviously all over social media, just Holly.Abbott is my um, profile on Instagram. That's Holly with an I. And uh, my website is Holly Abbott, H-O-L-L-I-A-B-B-O-T-T.com. And I have a form on there. You can fill out to book a call with me and we can talk about, you know, all of um, everything that's going on and see if it would be a fit to work together um, yeah, and I'm, I'm on Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn. So yeah, you can reach me there or through my website.
0: Amazing. I'll add all of this into our description below. Other than that, have a wonderful day, everyone. Thanks for showing up today and listening to this conversation. I will also add our mindful meditation on here at the end of this podcast so that you guys could sit, do the meditation, use it whenever you guys want to. And hopefully that helps you guys all. Have a wonderful day. and Thanks for being here. Bye. Before we start our mindful eating meditation, I want to say one thing. When we talk about mindful eating, we are very much wrapped up in our cultural baggage and we also wrapped up in emotions too. When we think about eating, mindfulness eating, this can be a practice as we continue to eat during the day. As we reconnect with the present moment and notice when we are hungry. We may also be encouraged to eat more healthier and feel more aligned with our senses as we put each spoon in our mouth. I hope mindful meditation helps you refresh your diet and brings more awareness to your connection to food. So without further ado, let's get started. Find a quiet environment, sitting up straight, eyes closed. Let's explore explore different types of your favorite food. This could be a piece of chocolate or raisins or apples. Find something that's healthy. Let's bring some awareness to your favorite food. Think of sitting on your chair, feet on the ground, sitting upright, flexible posture. Observe the food you have on your mind, the color, the texture, the smell. Observe that food as if You have seen it the first time. Look at it in your hand. What does it feel like? Observe in your mind that this food, wherever it came from, where did it start? A seed? Sunlight? Water? Really, that food you're thinking about is a miracle. Consider all the people who brought that food to you. Now think about taking one bite. How does it taste? How is the texture? Knowing that everyone is around you Your family, kids are around you, talking, laughing. Yet you're still focused on that one piece of food you're eating, slowly. Noticing each bite. Slowing down. What are you feeling? Are you wanting to rush? Are you feeling calm and at peace? Be gentle with yourself. Changing the way you eat can be a challenge. This can help us reach our goals over time. No judgment. Just a slow connection to your mind. Be kind to yourself. You got this and you're doing well. Now you can open your eyes slowly and calmly. Feel all the sensations you were going through. How did you feel? Did you feel a difference? Every time you do this meditation, do it while you're eating and also, if needed, while you're thinking about eating.